Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. All right, Sprocketeers, I'm excited for multiple reasons on today's episode. First of all, I am talking to a friend of many years. I am talking to somebody who is super smart. I am talking to somebody who is superhuman, if you will. But also, that is the topic that we're going to talk about is human, being human as a strategy. But Don Stanley, before we get into this deep dive into the 15-minute strategy podcast on being human as your actual strategy, why don't you let people know who you are, what you do, where you do it, how long you've been in the game, all that good stuff so they start to get some context around our conversation. Absolutely, yeah. And, and uh Super excited to be a part of this this show. I started in digital marketing back in 1996, so I've been in the game a while. And just a little bit of background, and while I was in graduate school, I started a consulting business, and I've been doing digital marketing consulting for 20 plus years now. And then uh, got lucky as I, as I was doing that work, uh, was asked by the University of Wisconsin if I would be willing to teach some classes and I've uh, been teaching digital marketing and marketing courses at the University of Wisconsin since uh, 2000. So got my foot in both the business world and the academic world and it's kind of to me is a perfect blend. Yeah, I love that, Don. And just so everybody knows, if there's ever a Sprocket Talk 15 minutes strategy podcast trivial pursuit game, you are <laughs> the second professor that we have had on the show. The first being the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mark Schaefer on episode one. If you have not listened to that episode, make sure that you go back and do that. It literally wow. talks about the need for just understanding your own strategy versus chasing somebody else's strategy or thinking strategy is tactics. Today, Don, I want to dive into this topic of being human as a strategy. And by the way, this could be sales, this could be marketing, this could be service. This is such a fundamental baseline strategy that I think we're going to talk about. But so the viewers and listeners understand when we use the word human, I want you to unpack that. Like, what do you mean? Because there's different perceptions or different realities, if you will, to what somebody might call human. What do you mean when we use that term? I think the biggest thing is being real. You know, and the term authentic, it's thrown around. And, and I hate that it has kind of a bad reputation and people roll their eyes. But what it means to me, being human, is being who you really are. And that is as a person, not just in business and not just putting on a face and you know, talking about things that, you know, people, people want things deeper. Mark, Mark Schaefer talks about this a lot in his book, Marketing Rebellion, you know, referencing back to Mark, about people want to connect with others on a human level. And what's happened in the last hundred years or so is marketing took this spin and turn of people thinking it's all about spin and about telling people what they want to hear and doing what they want you to do. And the pushback from millennials and Gen Zers, according to researchers, they're saying, no, I want you to be real. I want to know who I'm doing business with, how, what, you, what you value, what's important to you, how you carry yourself, because I want to purchase and interact with people who stand for something that I believe in. And I think 
this, which is, which is the way business was done for a long, long time previous. And I think that's a huge part of being human is not being afraid to let people know what you stand for and really being willing to form your tribe, your community. And not that you're trying to tick anybody off or be exclusionary, but businesses have never been about these huge mass, great businesses in my opinion, have never been about huge mass audiences. They've been about tribes of people who share values and commitment and purpose. And oh, it just so happens that they happen to exchange money for that as well. I've got example after example that I use in a lot of my presentations where you can pretty much pick a field and I can pretty much give you an example when you say, oh, this wouldn't work in my field. Being human doesn't apply here. It's total garbage. It does apply. And again, I think the data clearly shows millennials and Gen Zers, which are people almost 40 years old on down, they're wanting us to be human. They're wanting real connections and they're craving that. So I think just that, you know, sharing who you are, a bit of who you are is really a huge uh, strategy, tactic, whatever you want to call it. But it's nothing more than connecting with somebody on a real level and knowing that you have shared values that you can support each other. It's interesting because I, I love when this word being authentic or authenticity or transparency or anything like that gets thrown out. And it goes without saying, we're obviously talking about if you're just authentically a good person. Like if you're authentically a butthead, you got bigger problems and and building a strategy is probably the least of them, right? So just know that you're coming from a good place. But when we talk about this, Don, we quickly go into like individual people, right? It's super easy to say, well, I'm going to share my core values as an individual human, or I'm, I've got a compass of, of who I want to be when I create videos or blog articles or, or build a website or build a business. But how do you take this very easy concept of authenticity when it comes to an individual person? How do you map it to a business? Multiple people, marketers, sales reps, there's so many conversations going on. When I ask that question, how does your brain unpack or think about putting something in place or understanding the narratives or however you would express that? I think a, a large part of it is remembering how we form connections. And the way we form connections is based off of a lot of little social signals. Um, and it, 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 the example that I'll often give to people is when I am in Madison, Wisconsin, which is the home of the University of Wisconsin, if I walk down the street and I see somebody wearing a University of Wisconsin t-shirt, I ignore them. If I'm in LA or Boston and I see somebody wearing a t-shirt or somebody sees me wearing a t-shirt that's affiliated with the university, what do they do? Hey, what's up, man? So these little tiny social signals about the things that are important to us help us start forming connections and relationships. And as much as we like to, some people like to make fun of talking about or sharing posts about things that are important to you as an individual, you know, I, I watch some of your videos and I watch some of your content. I see in the background, you have the Avengers, you know, and I love that because now there's a point of reference in contact where I love the Avengers, you love the Avengers. Now I can connect with George. So as a business, not being able to afraid being afraid to share some things. And as silly as this sounds, talk about sports teams you're interested in. Talk about social causes you support. You know, mention movies that you like. Little things that allow people to know that there are real people behind the company, that it's not just some random, you know, strange thing. And the example that I always give is, 
my first big business deal was with Getty Images. That's my first big consulting gig was with Getty Images. The main reason I got that gig was because I had been a dog trainer and the president of the company, when I went to go talk to him, had a picture of dogs in his office and we started talking about dogs and the conversation turned super friendly, super interactive. And suddenly it's like, you know, you'd be a lot of fun to work with. You know? so, so the idea is with your business, you know, letting people know and see some of the behind the scenes content is, is one simple example, but sharing out, you know, again, organizations you support, you know, things that are pet, you know, pictures of pets, as silly as it sounds, again, those are little social signals that allow people to connect with us as humans. And then as we connect with one another as humans, we can start to build deeper, forge deeper connections to do business together. All right. So now you've got my brain kind of twisted around this thing because where I went and what I heard, and maybe the viewers and listeners heard as well, is when you're mapping this from an individual person who it's very easy for me to have Marvel comics and even a DC guy there, Aquaman back in the view. If, if you're listening to this, you can go watch the video version to see my crazy orange background with superheroes. What I heard you say, though, is when you think about that as a company level, those individual human-to-human -human interactions map into what is the company culture or the perception of the company culture. So with that said, if a company is trying to do human-to-human -human marketing, human-to-human -human sales, in other words, the strategy is to be human, you listed out a couple, but what inherently are some things that you can think of that a company company would do from a culture level to feel more human or be perceived as more human, more authentic, more transparent to those individual people who are going to connect and become their tribe? Well, I, I think, like I said, sharing out some of the little things that you might do. I know one of the examples is a business in the Milwaukee area, and they have, they, you can bring your dogs into work on Friday. It is amazing how much of a response they get, they've gotten to the Facebook stories, Instagram stories, video content, when people see that they allow their dogs, to, the boys' dogs, to come to work. And what that does is it does two things, actually. It lets people who are potential prospects of that company get a sense of, hey, these people take care of their employees. The employees are happy. The employees are sharing out this content. These might be fun people to work with. They might not have high turnover and, you know, I'm working with a new account rep every week because it's a churn business. The other thing it does from a company's culture standpoint as far as hiring is it shows people what the inside of that company is like. So it can actually help with retention as well. So it's kind of this double bonus where you get this combination of benefits, both for showing people who you are as well as showing potential and prospective employees who you are. And again, this, this applies at another company that, I, that I, um, I've interacted with. They did a Habitat for Humanity thing. And so the employees were paid to go. They didn't have to take a vacation day. They were paid to go and volunteer. And some people went to uh, a food uh, a place that gave away food. Another went to work, another group went to work at a homeless shelter. And, and what that shows too is that the business isn't just about the bottom line. The business is about having a positive impact on the people they interact with. And I think that is a point of differentiation and a unique selling proposition that is so undervalued. Um, but if you want to start to develop some long-term retention-based customers who then brag about you and tell their other business colleagues about you, 
it's a fantastic way to operationalize that. And by the way, if you're listening to this or viewing this, you do want long-term customers who talk <laughs> about you. It's a very valuable asset to have. And it's interesting, Don, as we've journeyed through this episode, I, I really think that even though this is the 15-minute strategy podcast for sales, marketing, and service, if you're listening to this right now and you have somebody who is in your HR department, you may want to share this episode out because this has quickly gone from individual human the human being authentic being transparent into this level of culture culture being owned by HR HR having tactics that they can do whether it's being videos on YouTube or Facebook or you know Instagram like you talked about and then I even started to think deeper as you're kind of um, kind of messaging that or painting that picture around well crap should this be other communicational devices so I'll ask the question you know and I'll, let me preface it most times we talk about newsletters newsletters are a disguised way to sell <laughs> for most companies they're jo join our newsletter it'll add value and then we sell them 10 times over like when you think of other places that we're communicating uh, with the potential prospects, leads, and customers that we want to engage with, that we want to become long life tribe members, do you think that it makes sense to have these HR, these culture, these human strategy points and places across the board with communication? Talk me through that and where you think some major ones are, and maybe some ideas on, again, communicating in these different ways in those channels. 100%. And I think one of the examples that often comes to mind for me is Costco. And one of the things that Costco did as they were starting out is the founder of Costco said, I want to be the antithesis of Walmart. I want to be known as the place that treats our employees well, that gets really good high quality products, that offers them at a fair price, and we highly value our people and our customers. It's not just about the lowest price, because the lowest price comes with a cost to the people who work there or the vendors where you purchase the products from. And so they've shared that story all over, including their magazine that they send out. And I know for a lot of people who value that, that is one of the big reasons that they loved Costco over Sam's and you know, a number of Sam's, which are owned by Walmart, have closed, but Costco is doing really, really well. And I think in large part, they're able to share that story across a variety of both print and electronic technologies to let people know, hey, when you come in, we value our people. Um, there was an incident that happened here in Madison a year ago where there was a massive flood uh, that was a flash flood and people got trapped in the local Costco. And the local Costco ended up getting like three or four feet of water in it. And the Costco employees were walking through all this mucky water. They put all of the people who were in the store up on high, platforms and we're bringing them food and drink and you know that's just if they didn't have that culture and live that culture I bet you those employees would have been grumbling and grumping rather than taking care of their customers so I think you know kind of thinking of those values being based and shared out and just saying this is how we carry ourselves and then when you say this is the way you carry yourselves you have to act on it you can't talk a good game and not follow through you have to act on it so that's the one thing if you're gonna if you're gonna think about you know being human you have to you have to be real you have to you have to be able to let your people let your customers be part of that story and include them and I think that's another component as well is 
you know, featuring people who are a part of your customer base in newsletters and things, giving them shout-outs, putting the spotlights on them. I think those are things that are really, really good companies, really successful companies that are building a massive digital footprint in their niche um, really do well. There's so much in that section. It's Rocketeers, you need to rewind and listen to that. There's shining a spotlight on the individual humans, customers, employees, using your company's social reach to be able to tell those stories. I love, uh, Don, the real-time empathy, real-time love, real-time action conversation there. You know what else I like is real-time conversations. If you want to continue this conversation, you can head over to sprockettalk.com get your free account, get into the Slack channel for the 15-minute strategy podcast conversation where we're all communicating, asking questions and talking. But Don, also, if they have questions specific for you, where do you want to send them? Where can they connect with you to continue this authentic, transparent, human strategy conversation? Yeah, my two favorite places are Twitter, which is the Twitter handle is the number three, Rhino media like the animal three rhino media and then uh don stanley 1294 on the linkedin so all about linkedin right now i think there's a huge opportunity huge value there love interacting and engaging with people there and answering people's questions there so hit me up either of those platforms be human and by the way when we say that we're saying be a good human build that (laughs) tribe and focus on shining the spotlight on the heroes which are the people around you and we'll see you in the next episode did you enjoy this episode of the 15 minute strategy podcast we'd love to know leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows and keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com sign up for your free membership and in that membership area you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better make the world better and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle and you can always reach out to george b thomas on twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite marvel superhero Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.